Sorry, my friend. He's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Okay. You can trust me. I won't be on the show. I'm gonna be on the show. I'm gonna be the star of the show. You started off as the bad cop, but now you're the good one. Hope this movie doesn't suck ass. It will. <laughs> now you're the good cop. Oh my god. The moral is you're a total bitch. How are you holding up? Because I'm a potato. It certainly does suck. Isn't there supposed to be a good cop? Hope you boys brought popcorn. Cause I'm about to put on a show. In a world. Movies suck. Two podcasters endeavor to watch these movies and warn you that they suck. M. T. and Rob Schneider. Good pop, bad pop. Rated PG 13. Hello, M. Coming to a cinema near you. Hope not. <laughs> That'd be a terrible movie. Yeah. I don't know, I'd watch it. Actually. No. That's no, called Box. That's already a thing. Uh, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. You got nothing. Hello, listeners. You're with T&M. We're here to talk about stuff. Um, today, we've got some trailers for you. Oh, yeah. Yep. And not much TV this week, but a little bit. But um, a lot of video game action this week that we're going to talk about. Video game action. And our feature is our movie review of Brightburn. Brightburn. Where, what if Superman was bad? Dun, dun, dun. And your first guess is probably correct. You don't need to watch this movie. All right. How are you, Anne? What have you been up to this week? I have been playing a wonderful game called Gris, which I will chat in depth about later. I also watched a few more game trailers and things, so I've got my eye on some stuff. Mm, I've been looking at some game trailers that I have opinions, oh. which I will save for the. I'll save that for the gaming section. Okay. We'll just do um. Let's jump want to dive into trailers. I suppose so. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Let's chat news first. Oh, we got news? News, news, news. I did, oh, my news site's just talked about, like, it's a dead spell since there's no Thrones to talk about or Avengers to talk about anymore. So it's like, Honestly, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but so sick of the, it. The sites are so dead. They're like, oh, no, <laughs> let's rate all the seasons. Let's rank all the episodes. Like, oh, get your hand off it. I checked. Hard home at number one. That's just because you're... Reddit no, 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 that's what news. they had at okay. number one. I'd have to think about it, because I haven't watched the first season since the first season came out. I mean... Cool. Um, <laughs> I mean actual news. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, Taika Waititi, is that how you say his name? You're, you know more about him than I? Yeah, let's go with that. Taika Great. Waititi. Um, he is directing the live-action Akira, so that's going to be Ooh. that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I heard that. I'm not an anime person, but I hear it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, anime people are telling me yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. And he's got a bit of a... It's funny because he's like god mode in terms of directors because everything he touch is amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now he's got a, a beloved IP. <laughs> and everyone's mm-hmm. like, whoa, don't fuck it up. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Um, also, let's chat what's on Netflix in June. We have Agretsuko Season 2, which I'm very excited about. What's that? That's the, um, it's the only anime I watch. It's the, um, cat who has a very, is it a cat? No, he is. Should know this. He's a, um, red panda? Red panda cat? Oh, the karaoke death metal panda. Yeah. Boring day job by day. Gets mad. Vocalizes through heavy metal karaoke at night. Rad show. Rad show. Do recommend. Anyway, season two. Looking forward to that. Was the first season, did that have a lot of... Didn't have much going on other than the hook. I don't think I watched a second episode. Um, honestly, I can't remember. <laughs> I enjoyed it. 
I mean, it got um, a second season. But... Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of like minor stories. I wouldn't call it a um, um, serialized. No, wait, not serialized. Man, I spoke about these words last week and I've already forgotten what they were. Why do I study anything? Um, either way, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's my review. What else <laughs> is coming? <laughs> Uh, Black Mirror season five. We got to get you onto more Black Mirror. I've um because they're all such standalone. It's always a big risk going into one. So I, I check um lists of the best episodes. Mm. And I, I think I've seen the top ten, and I was really into probably was it Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch? Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, the Choose Your Own Adventure one. That was crazy. Speaking um, of, did we talk about how they've made Netflix made another Choose Your Own Adventure of um, Bear Grylls? We've talked about it. We I don't have? know if we pod talked about it. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, but that's really weird and feel, felt kind of mean, like you control whether or not he lives or dies. I'm like, ooh. Does he die though? Yes, that's the whole point. Really? I think so. Oh, now I want to play it. I just thought it was just a silly Choose Your Own Adventure. I'm just speculating, but I assume if you go wander off that cliff, he does and goes, "Whoa!" I, Start again. That's amazing. You could just <laughs> you could be a really terrible person and just put him I through the ringer. I feel really bad. I don't think I'd want to do that. But fun concept. <laughs> just not to bear grills. Sorry, bear grills. I bet everyone makes him drink pee all the time. Yeah, isn't that like, his thing? He's um super famous for being a mad badass military guy, but he's most famous for drinking his own piss. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's all distilled, right? <laughs> if it's your own body. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my area Look of expertise. Look at the science of pee. <laughs> Alright, what else is coming? Um, That's all I really wrote down that I cared about. Cool. Yeah. Um, also in big news, in the theatre world, uh, Hamilton is coming to Australia in 2021 at the Lyric Theatre in Sydney. 2021, so it's mid-20... Alright, so that's some time off. Yeah, but we said about Cursed Child, and that's out now in Melbourne, which Ooh. I would have liked to go to. But we didn't. Let's go. So you see it. You, you didn't like Cursed Child. No, well, I would still like to see it. I mean, it's a, it's a very different reading a script compared to seeing a play. I guess. I don't know. I want to see it. Okay. Let's go. Pew. But um, Hamilton's the next big musical post yeah. Book of Mormon. Um, yeah, it should be good should stuff. Be good. I haven't seen that one. No, well, no, me either. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's uh, really all my news points. They're all about a week old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids. It's been well, a busy week. If you, if you like contemporary up-to-date reviews, half our segments are going to disappoint you. That is true. <laughs> um, but please stay around because we need you listeners. Please I'm, love us. I'm still waiting for three and a half hours consecutively in a row so I can watch Avengers again so we can finally do that damn Avengers episode. I've already it, forgotten everything that yeah, happened. I've, so. I've forgotten everything about it. I've pieced <laughs> it together from memes. That <laughs> if we thread enough together, we can figure it out. I did have a little bit of news, actually. It was oh. more of a weird commentary on the state of the world. Um, if you weren't listening to our Game of Thrones podcast... Now, we're not going to actually talk much about Game of Thrones here, obviously, but... We mentioned on it that there's a big Reddit subculture for Game of Thrones. Mm. And while the show is over, there is drama in, like, drama. the fan world. So no. what happened is there's a few subreddits. One's called Free Folk, mm-hmm. and they, in general, didn't like Season 8. Right. And so most of their spare time is making memes piling on Season 8. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one called, I think it's called A Song of Ice and Fire. They're a bit more purists. They're like, they love it. 
And mm-hmm. they're like, everything was great, everything's perfect, and they pick on Free Folk a lot. Right. Now, Free Folk, while hating season eight, love the actors. Okay. And because they were quite upset with some character arcs and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're big fans of Amelia Clark. So yeah. they. Who isn't? Who isn't? And they organized a people to donate to her charity of choice, oh, which that's was. Nice. Oh, I forget what it was. But anyway, some. So brain cancer. Brain cancer, yeah. Um. To raise money, you know, to support, show support for her. And it raised mm-hmm. like $75,000 or some what? absurd amount. So Amelia Crazy. Clark makes a video going, thank you so much. I love my Reddit fans at Free Folk. <laughs> and the internet blew up. So Uh-oh. Yeah. So the Reddit that hates on Game of Thrones so much is getting all the attention from the actors while the main, the suck up threads are getting all upset and... No. Anyway, internet drama, but it was just fascinating. All these people <laughs> are on the same website talking about the same show, and some arbitrary subreddit characterization means they're at war now. Well, it's how wars start, I guess. Yeah, oh, blows my mind. The new thing is um, Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow, wants his sword back. Mm. His prop sword, and HBO won't give it to him. So they're yeah. starting another petition to try and get him HBO to give him his giant sword i feel that's reasonable yeah you lugged it around for six of the eight seasons i think but anyway that that tickled me Mm. (laughs) that's happening and the internet makes everyone crazy pop culture culture news here yeah it's like meta 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 war love it love it all right that's all the news i had great all right so trailers trailers what trailers have you seen this week i have seen um picard and batwoman Alright, so Batgirl or is it Batwoman? I don't know. Whatever the CW <laughs> so, is pumping. <laughs> CW is making a new Bat show. Girl? I don't know. Who's that girl? It's Ruby Rose. Um, <laughs> of Batgirl in Gotham City, played by Ruby Rose. Now, we've actually seen this a bit before. Yes, we have. Because in Elseworlds, mm-hmm. the um, CW crossover between The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and so forth, mm-hmm. they um, did an alternate dimension where they go to gotham and meet ruby rose playing secret batgirl Mm. and she had a brief cameo and they feel they've got enough to kick off her own show yeah well they're retiring a couple of cw shows so they're filling the void i guess the roster needed to be trimmed sure (laughs) i feel diving into a new ip is a risky move but what did you think of the trailer it's three minutes long they went hard I loved it. I'm pretty keen. Like, it's a little CW formulaic, but, um, I mean, if you write a winning formula and it works, fuck it, run with it. Um, I really love that she's a gay superhero. That's great. So it looks like Bruce isn't around uh, in this particular rendition. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, it's filling up the, the DC CW pot, which is getting a little low when, as they're <laughs> trimming some shows. So I disagree. Yeah. About the CW formula. Now, it was great early seasons of Arrow and Flash, but the main criticism is that all the shows just go in circles now. The Mm. CW formula isn't new. And starting off a new show with this formula, I think... And they showed the entire plot of the what's probably the first couple of episodes in Mm. this trailer. Yeah. And I was like, I've I've seen all these stories before. I've seen it. And... I feel like it's cool that they've made um, Batgirl bi-, bi or gay or whatever she's going to be, mm-hmm. but they've. Um, I feel they did it. They've already told these stories better earlier, and they're just sort of they keep 
going hat on a hat kind of thing. Yeah. It made me think of um, Sarah Lance. And, um, don't, don't lump her in with that. Why? Oh, wait, sorry, I was thinking of the other lands. My bad. Not Laurel, Sarah, in um, yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, who's awesome. Mm. Anyway, so I feel like you just got, took the best bits out of every show mm. and made the Batgirl trailer. Possibly, but um, I mean, anyway. I'm not. <laughs> right. I don't even watch Arrow or Flash anymore. Mm. But she looks pretty badass in the outfit, and she looks pretty good in Elseworld, so who knows? We'll see. Mm. Hmm. If you're CW, check out Batgirl. Um, yeah, this one. Picard. Star Trek Picard. Now, I watched this. I'm singing a lot today. Um, I watched this trailer. I was really confused because it was a little <laughs> high concept for me and it looked like it was either an elaborate ad for wine or insurance or perfume. And then I saw the wine. I'm like, oh, it's a wine ad. And then it finished. I'm like, oh, is this a show? <laughs> so they've come out with Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. One of the... I'm not going to start a war over this. One of the best captains. Um, Up there. If not one, is definitely two. And Very diplomatic of you. Yes. (laughs) Well, there's like the Shatners versus the Patrick Stewart fandoms. We'll argue about that for the rest of time. But he's good. Um, His last appearance was Into Darkness? Maybe. Yeah, so movie into darkness, and he said, cool, we're done, it all wrapped up. And then they rebooted the show with um, Chris Pine. There's also Netflix doing... Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. And then Orville, the unofficial one. Now, you don't see much from the trailer. We don't know what's going on. We assume he's retired. and With he's a wine farm. With a, Is this all just a, a vineyard, like, I think does... you'll find they call it. Oh, they're not wine farms? <laughs> Let's go to some wine farms. Get some vino. And <laughs> get well, some culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want um, a culture, I'd go to a cheese farm to eat. <laughs> a cheese farm. What's a cheese place called? It has a word. A dairy farm? No, it doesn't feel right. Anyway. An abattoir? One thing I did read yeah. is that this universe is affected by the destruction of Romulus in Star Trek 2009. So the Chris Pine reboot is... Retconned? No, is legit. Ah. Oh, okay. Because that was a big change of pace for Star Trek. And Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. yeah, apparently Romulus being destroyed is a factor in what happens, which happened in Star Trek 2009. Spoilsies. It was 10 years old. (laughs) But um, The first one really 10 years old. Yep. Good lord. Yep, then there was Into Darkness, and what was the third one called? Beyond. All right. Um, <laughs> but we have no idea what this show's going to be about, and I'm intrigued. It's about a wine farm, we established this. Yeah, it, I mean, right. Is this all a ploy? Like, does he actually have a wine farm? I'm going to keep saying wine farm. Does he actually have one, and this is all just a giant promotional thing to sell his wine and or farm. Well, if it was just Picard, maybe. But they said Star Trek Picard. I can't say Star Trek Picard and then... Well, you wouldn't sell it just called Picard. You'd well, have to... Oh, oh my God. What if it's rum and he's making Picardies and rum? What What if? <laughs> I feel like I did not get enough applause. I, I, I feel thing. you got exactly the right amount. <laughs> um... <laughs> Picardian rum. Y'all are welcome. <laughs> uh, 
Moving on. Um, <laughs> last trailer I saw, Terminator, new Terminator movie, Dark Fate. Mm. And I was actually quite excited about this. Now, Terminators, that keeps coming back. I guess that's the nature of a Terminator. And um, <laughs> the movies are so-so. Some are decent. Some are hit and miss. Amelia Clark was in one, funnily enough. Mm. Because they get to dig around with time travel, they get to dig around with everything. Um, but Terminator Dark Fate, James Cameron's back, mm-hmm. who did T2, mm-hmm. one of the greatest action movies of the 90s. And it's was dir- it the 90s? Yeah, T- Terminator 2, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. And uh, Tim Miller, who made Deadpool, he's directing. Mm. So, it didn't look like that he had directed it. But maybe. I mean, he did great action, so I don't know. Mm. So, a bunch of Terminators killing each other, as per usual. They're going with the hybrid half-robot, half-liquid Terminator thing again. And yeah. what was cool is the robot still runs about and does things, while the liquid bit runs off and, like, does liquid things. I don't know. It's like two of them. They multiply. Things. It was very fascinating. The acting, the actor they picked is looked like a bit of a drip, though. Yeah, look, I'm just not that excited about it. I know that I should be, but after they sort of butchered it with that Judgment Day business, it all just kind of went a little awry for me. Judgment Day? That was the good one, T2. Oh, no, my bad. What was the one after that? Genesis? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not great with names or dates or times. Why am I in charge of this? Um, I don't know, whatever the one of the... I'm going to say more recent, but it was probably like a decade ago. Whenever they tried to revive it, it didn't go well. And then they also did Sarah Chronicles, which also didn't go well. And that concludes M's Terminator segment. Actually, tidbit, do you know who played Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I did, but I've forgotten. Selena Hetty, Cersei. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And the Terminator was that girl who's in Serenity, who's a ninja. What's her Uh, real name? um, You know who you mean. She's in... All nerd stuff. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so because of all that, like, I feel like, you know, Terminator 2 was just so good. And they just keep trying to be like, remember Terminator 2? Remember it? Do you remember? Like, I remember. That's how sequels work. Yeah, but <laughs> none of them have been good. And so. just to pull on those nostalgia strings even more. Who rocks up in this trailer but Linda fucking Hamilton with a rocket launcher and a gun and blowing the shit out of Terminators and... And also Arnie, which I feel like is much more exciting. But isn't all of them. He was always going to appear. And I feel they should have kept that under their hat. Probably, actually, in hindsight. They probably should have. Interesting note. The the Mm -hmm. trailer dropped and Governor Schwarzenegger on Reddit Mm -hmm. posted the trailer and he just stuck around and did a ask me anything and everyone chatted to Arnie for a couple hours (laughs) like an unofficial interview but um but it's pretty funny because um because it's the internet someone weighed watched the trailer and weighed in and has gone oh what's with these like agenda pushing female lead derp a derp what an idiot yeah and Governor Schwarzenegger replies with um you know she's in the first two movies right (laughs) she's like shooter the main character what a dude! Yeah, total dick, and he got oh owned by the governor. That's the bit. That's my favorite part of that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but excited to see Linda Hamilton blow some shit up. Yeah, I mean, I watch it. Well, you're not my watching partner for that movie. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to someone else with that. Like, all what right. I'll have to do with John Wick. Yeah, okay, that's true. That's all right. I already checked. Also, if anyone's wondering, happy spoilers: no dogs die in John Wick three. Oh, good. Yeah. 
they they couldn't like. Ugh. Oh look, one. I, okay, look, I did some deep digging. Apparently, one gets but shot, but it has a vest on, Whoa. so he's fine. Whoa! Don't tell me the plot of John Wick. There's no plot. It's just it's just that thing. So it's okay. No doggies are harmed. So all uh, is well. Now I have questions. <laughs> is a dog wearing a bulletproof vest? I guess that was crowdfunded. <laughs> it was like the fans did a GoFundMe bulletproof vests for. Keanu Reeves Sticks next dog. Sticks it in post. Put him in a vest. <laughs> I don't think it was his dog. I think it was some other dog. Well, all the dogs should be wearing bulletproof armor. Okay. And again, we wouldn't have had three John Wick movies if they all wore body armor. Yeah, but then we could have had a lovely movie called John Wick and his dog go to the park and have a great day. I'd watch that movie. vintage car, yeah. That sounds delightful. Yeah, what could have been? All right. <clears throat> Any more trailers? No, no, I'm done for trailers. All right. Is it time for our movie review? Now, let's no. knock out the quick TV ones. Oh, okay. Because we don't have anything. <laughs> All right. Can, um, do you want to do games or movies at the end? I don't know. Whatever. All right. After the break, we will talk about TV shows. Stop punching the mic. Make me. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Alright, um... TV! TV! We're at the intersection of a bunch of seasons, so... Indeed we are. Uh, Barry Season 2 ended. Did. What do you think I of this like, season? I feel like I only just started. Um, yeah, solid. I liked it. That episode that we talked about a while ago, um, that has a kid in it, oh, man, like one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in a while. That was great. And he, um directed that one as well yeah it was bill Hader's directorial debut yeah and it was fascinating great job bill because he told the story after it was like oh we've got this kid who's a martial artist and she's crazy and um we just gotta put her in an episode and they did and then she's in like coming back from karate school whatever and then just spends the whole episode tormenting everyone it was amazing it was so good there's a lot of context to understand yeah why this don't worry about the so context great, but... just go watch the show and then you'll understand yeah so this episode was fantastic it had a nice well-rounded dark humor sort yeah. of plot line you know it was, it was great it was uh richie-esque in terms of like lockstock <laughs> or snatch or you know those movies with the darkly comedic circles of stuff while linking back to each other. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Alright. But, um, that's looking good. And has it been renewed for season three? I actually don't know. I mean, I assume so. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, what did end for good? Veep. It did! Now that's... Whoa, what was that? A lot of seasons. And if you didn't follow Veep, it was, um... Great show. Tricky to get into it first, though. You've got to kind of really adjust to the politically quick speech that's in it. Yeah, it's like quick fire. It's yeah. Like a it, lot of dialogue. If you're tired, don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, Elaine wants to be the president eight years later, and she's trying again. Um, so they wrapped it up, and I guess if you follow the show at all, you, you're just following this crazy person's political career and yeah. all the people around her, and it's pretty dark satire in terms of like it's an indictment of the american political system oh yeah and how horrible everyone is and how stupid it all is um and uh what was i can't go into it. <laughs> but they wrapped it up this thing and they did a they did a future jump 
and I won't tell you anything that happens, but they jump in the future. It reminded me a bit of Parks and Rec when they yeah, did the future jump. I thought the same. And you check in with all the characters. Some had a very sad ending. Some had a happy ending. Some had depressing ending. Some had neutral endings. And it was sort of nice, mm. you know, because generally all these people were kind of assholes. Yeah. And working in a asshole industry. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. some of them... Stayed that way, some change. And anyway, it was a very nice end to the show, I thought. Yeah, very well-rounded. I um, really enjoyed it. What's, um... God, I'm useless today. I'm blanking. What's the guy who's the worst's name? Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. He is one of the worst characters I've ever <laughs> seen on TV. Like, if you want to watch someone who's just going to rub you the wrong way, you watch Veep and just watch Jonah and just be like, oh, you're such a bad human <laughs> that was that was the point though it was like oh i know he, he was he was basically trump like just mm. being obnoxious and obnoxiousing their way to the top and yeah. his stories were getting so surreal towards oh, the end the, the tales from the last episode were, were donkey <laughs> but yeah, um, also not that far-fetched in the current yeah well society. yeah that's uh, you know it was really dumb shit that would get mm. him voters and it was uh, it's a very tongue-in-cheek show really yeah. it's um, pretty great now this ends, so Sam Richardson, who's in Veep, is amazing. And now that that show's over, he's gone. But good news. <gasps> What's the good news? Archer's back and he's in the new season of Archer. Yay! That's great. Who's so, he in Archer? The Glob Glob, the alien thing. Oh, okay. You recognize his voice before I did. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, that's right. So Archer's back on their last three seasons. They've been doing the... um. We Each season this. has a, a, a theme, because yeah. um, Archer's in a coma, apparently. Uh, this one's in space. Space. So everyone's back. Back in space. And we're in space, and Sam Richardson's there. Um, I don't know, was it funny? I don't know. <laughs> it's so hard to rate Archer these days. Yeah, I mean, I've watched the last few seasons, but it's been a while since I've like really enjoyed it. The last few haven't been that good. Yeah. The heyday was the first three or four. But I think this is the last season or second last. Well, yeah, unless it has a sharp uptick and it's not even the quality's lower. It's just the shtick is old. Maybe. I, don't know, I don't know what it is. No, like it's it's when they started to go off book that it started to not be funny. Like it was funny when they were just doing random espionage. Yeah. And then they started, then they went to Miami or whatever and then it was something else and something else. And then it just wasn't as fun. They needed stakes. They needed to be set in reality. Because remember, Archer had a kid and there was all these mm. stuff there and that was great. But now it's all nonsense and high concept fantasy, I guess. Yeah, mm. I suppose. But, but anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's only we'll episode see. one back, right? Or two yeah. now, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, trying to get back onto... Is it Black Monday? Yes. Yes. I quite like that show. Um, Don Cheadle and others, but Don Cheadle mainly. <laughs> and uh, actually, Paul she is in that. And he has hair. It's amazing. Also, the main guy who's also important. I don't know his name. Nah, nah crap me either. He was the original okay. Elder Price in Book of Mormon. He's also in Girls. Yep. That guy. That guy. Not Adam Driver. The other guy. Not Adam Driver. <laughs> the other guy. But, I um, suck at names today. Yeah, we're we're not good. We're not good at what we do. No. 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 Um, but when that show ends, I will, will review it because I actually quite like that one. It's quite um. It's like 80s stockbrokers. It's like Wolf of Wall Street, but more 
based in reality, I guess. Mm. Like, Wolf of Wall Street was in the penthouse. Right, okay. This yeah. show's in sort of like the third floor kind of thing. I don't know, have you seen the car he drives? <laughs> yeah, and it's all like psycho 80s paraphernalia too. It's, it's quite funny. pretty great. So I did do... he have had a stretch... I don't know. DeLorean or something. Or something. Stretch Ferrari. Um, it's, I do like it, but I, I struggle with that in the same way that I struggle with Wolf of Wall Street and The Big Short in that when it starts talking about the market and stocks and trades, I'm just like, what? Wolf of Wall Street, you didn't know, need to know what was going on. Well, it was just like cocaine, haha, cocaine, haha, yeah, power. Yeah. Oh, now, now we don't fair have Fair enough for The Big Short. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely for The Big Short. But, um... Yeah, I don't anything remotely tied to numbers I struggle with, especially sequels. But the numbers don't matter, it's just it's I know. them reacting to numbers. Yeah, but that's enough for my brain to be like doop 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 mm-hmm. and sits there and eats donuts in my brain. Hmm. But we'll review that shortly. Um <coughs> listening to any good podcasts? Um I'm always listening to good podcasts. What are you listening to this week? Um, I've just started listening to Topher Grace's new podcast, Minor Adventures with Topher Grace, um, which is one of the newer podcasts to fall under um, the Unqualified Media, uh, which is Anna Faris's um, empire. And it's pretty fun. I, I think my favorite part about his podcast is listening to him do the ad reads <laughs> because he is the driest person on the planet. In fact, um, an episode I really loved that he was in, but not of his show, um, was when he was on Pete Holmes's podcast, You Made It Weird. And they get along really well. And so he's very comfortable and is quite chatty, um, but also very in big contrast to Pete Holmes. He was a very big character and sometimes a little much for me. Too much Pete Holmes. Um, <laughs> but just the balance between those two was really funny. So I highly recommend that particular episode. Um, Why are you yelling at me? I'm right here. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I am right here. Um, and also just any Zach really of episode of any podcast. I listened to him. Uh, he was back on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, Inside of You, and um, those two talking about life, I could listen to it for hours. Um, Zach really was a sweetheart. God bless that man. Um, yeah, so those are what I've been listening to lately. I've been on um, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Oh, fun. So he's doing interview format podcasts with all the people he interviews. So as in on the show where and he oh. decides whether because they do the forced five minute interview on TV and he's assessing whether they would be friends in real life. Love it. Yeah. And so he brings them in and some are great because they're his buddies like Ray Romano and Adam mm-hmm. Sandler and stuff. The Adam Sandler episode's great because they're like neighbors and Adam Sandler <laughs> just like drops in. It's amazing. Um, and he has a good one, Bill Hader, he had Michelle Obama, um, he had a Jeff Goldblum, that was really good, but he has this amazing episode of Timothy Oliphant, who doesn't know how podcasts work. Oh, of course he doesn't. And he like... Oh, bless him. He just breaks every rule, and I don't know if, because Conan's playing naive a bit too, because he's just started it, and I don't know if they both know what they're doing, and it's just the most meta like podcast ever because they keep ruining it and like Alifant brings in his own ads and just (laughs) mid conversation just starts talking about products it's like who do you use to restring your like tennis racket and Conan's like what (laughs) like what are you talking about because and he just pulls out his phone and he's like reading ads anyway it's wild 
awkward and terrible radio, but hilarious for some reason. Fantastic. So I do recommend that. And Conan's like a hilarious, like kind of a dick. And <laughs> when he's talking to his assistant and his other producer and stuff, he just like shreds them. Oh, all hosts do. They all do that to their... Um... In fact, the only person I know who is nice to their producer is um, Dax Shepard, whose podcast I also love and listen to on the reg. Right. So I'm should sure we be mean to each other? Would it be funnier? Meaner? Well, no, I mean, if we had a producer, we could be mean to them. If you'd Power like to... hierarchy, man. If you'd like to be our producer... Send us a tweet. You just have to sit here and if be ridiculed. En- if you enjoy being roasted and um, pressing a record button, come on in. <laughs> and you can keep, like, telling M to stop bumping the mic. Or better yet, you can just rig it properly. See, I've got no one to yell at about this. Oh, you can Fictional yell at me, producer. I guess. I, I, I kind of... Damn it, T. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I don't touch it now. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, a, that's what I'm listening to on podcasts. Pretty Lovely. good. Lovely. Good stuff. All right, after the break, do you want to do movies or games? Let's do games. All right, after the break, we're going to talk. We've got a few game reviews. We do. Coming up. Games. Games. All right. Um, This was the one I like robbed you of last podcast because I got the shits and wanted to end the podcast. Yeah. Because we ran too long. Yeah, you were so tired. <laughs> You're having none of it. Yeah. And now... Now you amped up. I'm amped up. I need to games. talk about this game that... Oh, Do it's it. okay. So I, I, <laughs> between Bloodborne and Sekiro, I needed to play something easy. So I played sure. Far, Far Cry 5, which is a shooter mm-hmm. much easier. So Far Cry 5... Five being the operative word. How did mm-hmm. we get here? Far Cry 1 was 2004. And it was a big deal at the time. Oh, yeah. Big open world game. Mm-hmm. And very big, like, good one for me, because I worked in a game shop at the time, and this was, like, the new big thing. Fun. So open world shooters was pretty cool. Uh, very yeah. great graphics at the time, and pretty advanced AI at the time. Like, the guys would look for you and stuff back when Ooh. this was impressive. So And that was a great game. Um, five later, they're still doing the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. This time, it's a cult leader. You're in Middle America somewhere. Oh, this one. Yeah, I'll be hearing about this one. Yep. So there's like Ruby. a Waco, you know, cult vibes. Sure. And I don't know. You just have to run around and kill everyone. It's far cry. It's, it's kind of formulaic at this point. Yeah. There's vehicles. You can use them if you want. You get some buddies. You get a pet bear. Well, it's nice. called cheeseburger. <laughs> Did you and call it cheeseburger? Or no, no, no. That? It's called cheeseburger in the game. And you're like, so attack! And the cheeseburger's like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> you can also get like a lion and a doggo. Well, that all sounds nice. Yeah. Do they also have fun food names? Probably. Yeah, well. <laughs> but I've forgotten what they are. Good aim. <laughs> anyway, so you're skulking around the countryside. Now, what they did... So it's one of these big open map ones you run around and there's all these mm-hmm. little character-driven little missions across the map yeah um oh here's my note like cheeseburger the bear um so one thing they did that was quite cool so the state or the area is in lockdown because of the cult yeah and because it's middle america everyone's like a like a doomsday prepper Mm -hmm. everyone's got secret bunkers everyone hoards weapons yeah and it's very dystopian the way you know like you see in fallout with all these bunkers and weapons and Mm. And there's people roided up in drugs who are basically like zombies. So they did a really clever way to make it modern day, but still kind of dystopia. Yeah. Um, so I quite what liked that. 
Well, just like you, you know, everyone has a bunker and you find all their secret crossbows and shit. Oh, and gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And everyone's a bit crazy because it's you know Middle America, <laughs> and um, sure. you get the big Humvee and you know, yeah, America kind of stuff happening. Yeah, it was pretty funny, yeah. but they made this terrible design decision when you hit certain percentages of the game done the main missions sort of come and get you like you get kidnapped and taken oh, away you must hate that yeah mr i never do a main quest <laughs> no you do it last so you're ready but so the game i would love this because i hate fucking around in games i'm just like <laughs> no i just want to finish just let it be over well, it was like you perfect hit, for me you hit 25 percent of the way through an area and then you'll hear a psh- I'm coming to get you. And like, no, you're not. And then they get you. And then you're doing that mission. And then, all right. And so you just dragged into the missions, kicking and screaming. And then I didn't like that. No. Um, but yeah, it's okay. I had a lot of time for Far Cry 4. I quite enjoyed that one. That was, God, you're in some distant country far away. A lot of hillside, a lot of fun like that. This one was just... Redneck Americans, <laughs> sure. kind of thing. Um, the gunplay is kind of fun, but yeah, it didn't grab me. Bummer. Yeah. Overall, oh, if you're a Far Cry fan, you'll play it. But if not, you could probably give this one a skip. Damn. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing, Em? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I have been playing Gris or Grige. I don't know how to say G R I S. <laughs> Um, it was on sale on Steam last weekend, so I picked it up for pretty cheap. Um, now, this really plays into my wheelhouse because this is an indie platform adventure game uh, by Nomada Studio. Uh, it's also on Switch as well if you want to um, look it up on there. And, yeah, so perfect game for me. Um, and it's about a girl trying to heal through pain and trauma. And it's sort of manifested into her big black wavy dress. Um, well, now if you have us on Twitter or you want to check us out on Twitter, I posted a lot of pictures from this game because it is just stunning. It's uh, a gorgeous watercolor game with colors that are sort of slowly introduced throughout gameplay that you unlock over time and it gets more and more layered. Um, there's dynamic movement of the paint throughout the game as well, which is just gorgeous. Um, the soundscape is also really serene. Uh, it's also on YouTube, so like as in the soundscape is on YouTube. So if you're ever doing some yoga or meditation or some shit, check that out. Um, highly recommend. Um, where do we? What do I even with this game? Like it's so layered. Like it's really got a lot of stuff going on. Um, so it's really laid with meaning. Like it's something. Like some things that you fight for. So there's only really two bad guys in the game. And um, to sort of beat them, you've got to use their own power against them and all this kind of stuff. And it's got these really, like, strong messages of empowerment, so using your own fear as a strength and how to find your voice. And there's also all these, um, like, mini side missions in there to unlock the five stages of grief, which are connected. Uh, some of them are connected to colors, I think. Um, and everything is just so inviting in it. Like, it's just, again... So beautiful. Um, things rustle as you go past. There's a weird little creature which hangs with you for a while, which I loved and I was obsessed with. Um, God, what else? What can I, can I even say about this game? It's just amazing. You can't die, so that's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate dying in a game. <laughs> I'm like, no. So even just playing the game, there's no sense of failure. 
which is great. Um, so it's very relaxing to play. There were only two moments that were like dangerous and only two like jumpy scare bits, which I did not care for, uh, especially as one of them was underwater and I did not like that. Um, so there's a weird eely thing that you fight, but it's fine. It's all just shadows and shit. Um, but even then, like, again, you don't die. Everything feels so safe. It's also rated really high. I think last time I checked it was 84% on Metacritic. Um, there's also no dialogue. I'm a real sucker for games that don't have dialogue, um, that are really emotional games. Like, um, Brothers, I think was another one. Unraveled. Unraveled. All these games that done fuck me up. I just love them. Um, yeah, so, and because there's no dialogue, like, it just makes those messages it conveys all the more impressive and more powerful. Um, very short, though. Like, it took me five hours to finish. In saying that, I did skip a lot of stuff by accident, um, so I want to go back and, like, I, I never want to go back and 100% a game, but I would like to go back and at least get a few more achievements out of it just because it was just so beautiful like whenever i'd finish playing for the day i would be like okay i'm calm now <laughs> like it's like a a meditation in a video game um but in a really sad way <laughs> yeah so um if you want to get your feels on or just watch some pretty stuff uh, get grits it's cheap it's great it's on steam and switch highly recommend good good still yeah. on sale on, still on sale on steam Maybe. I can't remember, to be honest. I can't ask again. That was really hard to say. Still on sale on team. <laughs> Still on sale on team. Um, maybe. I don't know. If not, buy it anyway, because it's great. And listen mm. to the soundtrack on YouTube, because it's lovely. Cool. Yeah. Oh, should I do at in the beginning? Because, uh, you know, the, the moves slowly unlock over time, which is great. Because um, there wasn't any instructions, so I'm like, I'm just going to press every button and see what happens. And to start with, you can't, like, your voice doesn't work. Because, you know, you got to find your voice. It's all very metaphorical and lovely. Um, so you press the button to make her try to make a mouth noise. And she just goes, oh, and just falls into a heap. And you're like, oh, let me hold you, sweet child. <laughs> and it's really sad. But no play. It's great. <laughs> all right. If you like emotions and watercolor, Gris is your game. <laughs> um, now, there's a lot of game trailers out at the moment, too. No, oh, anything good? Uh, oh, I had... Yep, go. I'm intrigued by a couple. So I saw, uh, I was just really just checking out my Steam queue and I was like, ooh, this looks fun. Ooh, this looks fun. So there's a um, a game which I yeah, don't think is that new. In fact, it might be a couple of years old. I can't remember. Um, called Shadow Warrior. Uh, have you seen that? Mm, no. Ah, so it's a co-op game. Yay. Um, it just looks funny, like shooting-ish type game, but it's got a really great 80s soundtrack. And quite frankly, that's just what sold it to me. That and the funniness. So I was down for that. So that's one I saw. Now, you, did you see any game trailers you liked? Well, I don't have any... I do have a game I want to talk about, but I'm, yeah. think, I'm trying to decide if I'm ready to review Sekiro. Oh. I'm towards the end. Now I'll save it. I'll do a proper review for that once yeah. I finish it. Are you really towards the end? I think so. Yeah, I feel like you only just started that. Yeah. Then again, I've seen you watch Sekiro more than play it because you keep getting really stuck. <laughs> I will cover this thoroughly <laughs> in the review. It is not welcoming <laughs> to sure. anyone. It sure. is a difficult game. And there's mechanics in place where, which, uh, see, in Bloodborne, you can die a lot. And yeah. that was the point. This one, there's consequences if you die a lot. And it's harder than Bloodborne. Lame. So, 
can't just... Anyway, I'll talk about it. We'll save that for another time. Yeah, I'll save that for another time. There's Um, another game that looks really good too. um, If you're you're really big into story games, which I am, um, called A Plague Tale. Now, have you seen this one? Maybe. It came out about two, three weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Um, It's a very story-heavy game, very narrative-driven about um, these two kids during the plague in France. And it's by a Sobo studio. It's a very atmospheric-looking game. Uh, so far, it's really highly rated. It's like 8 out of 10 on GameSpot, 10 out of 10 on Screen Rant. Um, it's like super cinematic and very emotional. I'm like, this looks like my kind of game. I love being emotionally destroyed by characters. Only in games, not so much in movies. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty keen to get that. Uh, I think because it's new, it's a little pricey at the moment. So I'm going to probably wait till that comes down because I'm a Tardis. So, <laughs> yeah. I've been paying a bit of attention to Death Stranding. Mm, yeah. Mm. And I am losing all my Reddit karma <laughs> on Reddit by trying to talk about it on Reddit because that fan base be loyal. So Why, though? <laughs> Death Stranding's coming out soon. Now, it's by Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. who, I don't know, made a little franchise called Metal Gear Solid. So Not a fan. Well... You haven't played a single Metal Gear Solid, so don't worry about it. I saw how it wrapped up, and it was stupid, and that's well, enough. Right, so <laughs> the last but game before this he made was Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. Mm-hmm. Like, masterpiece, really wow, high-rated wow. and everything. Um, but here's a dirty little secret. Mm-hmm. That game was a piece of shit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, they made these amazing mechanics, this intriguing story. And then... I enjoyed the 580 songs, though, and yeah. the ballooning. <laughs> And they dumped you in an empty world with nothing to do in it. And the story was incomplete. And anyway, so this all stems from he was having dramas with uh, Konami. Yeah, his studio. And he needed more time. They won't give it to him. But apparently he's an asshole. And there's this whole thing. Anyway, he left. This is his first game he's making kind of himself. um, Kojima Studios. Now, if you know anything about Metal Gear Solid, sometimes... There's more wank than no. substance. He's Whoa. if I had to speak to him, his favorite TV show is probably Lost. <laughs> now, and man, he's released the weirdest fucking trailers for this game. And um, yeah. oh, what was it? The baby tube. So yeah, there's a baby in a tube and he's carrying this embryo thing. I don't know what the game's about. I don't care. I'll wait to see if it's high rated. <laughs> but what like so Oh <laughs> So in the first trailers you, something. <laughs> you see this guy carrying a bunch of big bags walking over cliffs and bridges and stuff sure. and, and like oh he's the and it's based off that guy from um Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And so he's carrying stuff everywhere, and everyone's joking that it's a walking simulator. It's a <laughs> luggage-moving simulator. Guess what the character's name is? Luggage McWalkington. Close. Oh. Sam Porter Bridges. Oh. So, Porter, because he carries luggage, and Bridges, because he's on Bridges. Creative. Ugh. But it's star-studded. That uh, Mads Mikkelsen's in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannibal you'd know him as, or the bad guy from Casino Royale. And so this star power behind it's all, you know, mo-capped, and um, no one knows what the game's about. Now, everyone is salivating. No one will still know once it's out. <laughs> yeah, everyone is salivating over this game, and I'm like, 
this is all mystery and no substance. What's mm. the game actually about? I feel it's a bit of the Emperor Has No Clothes kind of thing, you know. <laughs> he's, like, he's naked, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm not dumb, I'm, I'm in it. Anyway, whenever I voice these opinions, I lose on my Reddit karma. But <laughs> So I am skeptical going into this game. Um, I'll wait for the reviews and stuff, and hopefully it's not a circle jerk. Hopefully. But the circle jerk is high so far. Guess we'll see. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have made this game and he should have finished Phantom Pain because that had potential. Mm. Unrealized potential, but potential. <laughs> sure. <sighs> are you ready for a movie review? Yep. After the break, we are going to talk about some movies. After the break. Which is now. Um, before we dive into our review, my project of the week, I'm keeping a close eye on Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which comes out in a month. Sure does. I'm Ever- looking forward to it. Yeah, I am too, I've decided. Because yeah. I just went and dug into it a bit. Because it's just sort of been background for me. But then this is, of the people who've watched it so far, it's sitting as the highest of one of his mo- of his movies on Metacritic. Interesting. Which he has some, you know, he has some trophies on the shelf. Mm. Now, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to watch every Tarantino one. Some I haven't seen in years. Some I haven't seen. And watch them all. What Le- ones haven't you seen? I haven't seen Jackie Brown yeah. or Death Proof. And up until this week, I hadn't seen... I think they're the only two I haven't seen also. Well, I really don't want to watch Death Proof because mm. it sounds gross. Uh, I mean, you know what you're signing up for, right? <laughs> yeah, but just a different kind of gross that I'm not uh, a fan of. Why? What's it about? It's about a guy who's kind of, I guess you'd call him a killer. Um, and he Kind of a killer. <laughs> well, he has a stunt car, which he's rigged up to be death-proof. And right. he gets into crashes on purpose to kill other people. Yeah, and not very nice. this movie was made for sort of a grindhouse kind of vibe thing yeah. it was played with a double feature for a zombie movie it was all very right. high concept and meta and as a result it was like an 80s exploitation mm. theme going on and apparently some really gross car crashes yeah that would probably quite upset me i don't think i'd like to see yeah. that hard um, pass so i'm going to watch all of them over the next month and mm-hmm. then do a tarantino special talk about all of them Sure. So last week... Oh, are we not reviewing the one we just saw? No, we'll Ah. save that. I just want to say that I saw it. I saw Inglorious Bastards. I rewatched it. I'd seen that one before, obviously. But what a great movie. It is a great movie. So good. And what you were going to say is we just watched Hateful Eight. We watched Hateful Eight last (laughs) night. And that was interesting to me. Uh, But you weren't a fan? No. No. All right. It was... um, It's his lowest rated movie, if that means anything. Well, that does make me feel better. (laughs) Because, you know what... Later review, be damned. I'm going to talk about it now. Um, Hateful Eight is stupid. And do you know why? It's because it's a three-hour movie and nothing happens for exactly half the movie. It's just a bunch of cowboys sitting around going, Oh, yeah, I'm a cowboy. We should go to Redwood. Yeah, do you want to go to Redwood? I'm going to Redwood. Yeah, I think I'll go there too. Don't kill that bitch though. Okay. Uh, do you like coffee? And it was just nothing. Absolute nothing. You glossed over all the end bombs too. It's well, like I'm 40 gonna, times. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, and it was just so boring. 
if they had trimmed this down to a 90-minute film, it probably would have been decent. Because, um, yeah, exactly nothing happens at all. Like, not even any blood until, um, like, an hour 50. And um, that's absurd. That is so self-indulgent. It's I about hate it. tension building. But there wasn't any tension. It was just people being like, because they're real cowboys and I couldn't understand them. But Jeff like Bridges. Oh, fuck Jeff Bridges. <laughs> well... Several of the characters agreed. <laughs> yeah, it's some cool stuff, but it didn't quite. After grab that, me the stuff that happened was cool. But if I have to sit through nearly an entire movie length amount of time before anything happens in a film, stupid. It was lovingly crafted, and every scene went for eight seconds too long. Yeah, and that's probably where you could have gotten your hour back if they tightened up just the standard editing. Probably. Like everything was. Can you say there's a director's cut that's even longer? Yeah. So the initial. Tarantino, get off your own dick, man. He wanted an intermission in the middle. If you know what, <laughs> if there was an intermission in the middle, I'd have left, um, which would suck because I'd miss well, every decent part of the movie. You can see the bit where they put it after the stuff that happens. Uh, the yeah, first yeah, stuff that happens, yeah, yeah. you'd stick an intermission there because then they do. Yeah, There's some time jumps. I guess that's how they'd get me back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be like, all right, I guess I'll stay. Yeah. Otherwise, I would just get someone to tell me what happened and only rock up for the second half. <laughs> yeah, that'd be enough. Yeah. Then I'd be like, you know what? Top movie. <laughs> but in contrast, Inglorious Bastards, what a masterpiece. That is a very good movie. I do like that. That's probably my favorite Tarantino movie. Mm, I'm going to think a lot about this and I'll we'll talk mm, about this because okay. I grew up big Kill Bill fan, so we'll... We will see. Indeed, anyway, indeed. We're, not, we're not reviewing that today. No. What are we reviewing today, Em? Brightburn. Shit. Or Sorry. as you call it. Brightburn. Dull. Dull. Whatever the opposite of burn is. Yeah, we should have written a drug for this. Yeah. Burn <laughs> Brightburn. Like <a>, burns <laughs> right. like chlamydia. <laughs> okay. So, as the if you haven't seen the trailers for this, um, what if Superman was evil? Yeah. Um, they give him the same origin story. Mm-hmm. He lands in a meteorite spaceship thing. Mm-hmm. Um, on someone's farm. In someone's farm in the middle of um, nowhere and he's raised by those people. Mm-hmm. Now, just at the outset, like, you're sitting at the pub, you're like, oh, you could do a thing where Batman, uh, Superman's evil. And they're like, yeah, yeah. What would he do? Like, oh, he'd do evil things and all this evil stuff would happen. Like, yeah, that's where that conversation ends and no one makes a movie afterwards because how that conversation goes is exactly how the movie goes and the movie didn't need to exist. I disagree because I think it's a, I think the concept alone is fantastic. I love putting a, a sick twist on something that everyone knows and loves. So I, I was on board. I thought that part was great. Um,. I mean, with that logic, you could argue, why would you make a movie where this person is good? Like, what if the Joker was a good guy and he just became a stand-up comic? I mean, I would watch that too. <laughs> well, if someone made that movie and just had him be a successful stand-up <laughs> comic and nothing eventful happens, that would be the equivalent. Mm, I see your point, but I disagree. So they've got um young... Oh, how old is he? Like eight or nine or something? Yeah, I don't know. So young... Um, so between 8 and 20. Young evil soups. What was his name? I don't know. <laughs> Man. He had some other thing. We're bad at our jobs. And um, <laughs> what they went with is kind of... Had a bit of an identity crisis. So it they did. went horror. And they went 
they try to do a few different things. So they yeah. w- went uh, psychological horror. There's also a bit of um, American jump scare horror. And they also go a bit of uh, torture porn, violence, gore yeah. horror. And look, I really didn't care for that. No. And, and don't get me wrong, like my favorite scary movie is Saw. So it's not like I'm afraid of well-placed gore. It Don't was, ask me about the later Saw movies, but it's a whole conversation. It was out of context. It, it wasn't was. earned. Yeah, so um, so I agree. I think this would have made a fantastic thriller. This would have been a great thriller, maybe even light horror. Um, but the the gore, like there's two gore scenes, and they were just really like over the top and unnecessary. Like you're like, oh, this doesn't fit in here. Like it was just like, oh, we've got to throw in this gross thing. I'm like, do you though? Like, it didn't need it. It didn't call for it. So I didn't like that. I also don't like jump scares. Yeah. And it, <coughs> it was lazy. Like, Sorry, kids. I'm they, sick. The, so this, you know, evil super teenager. Yeah. Preteen. Preteen. There's more of a preteen. Yeah, um, starts doing evil things. And mm. he has a creepy get up. And he is yeah. creepy. And it's terrifying. I'm like, cool, this will be creepy. But... It's mostly just him going, wah, and appearing. And just, mm. it was all jump scares. Yeah, I cheap. watched this movie with the hand in front of my face because it was just yeah. coming. And I was like, ugh. And then it'd be like violence would happen and that's fine. But then, yeah, they'd dial the gore up to 11 and then something violent would happen. You'd be like, oh, and then it would keep going. And you're like, this, who shot this? Who wrote this in a script yeah. and decided this scene needs to keep going? And there's a couple of really bad ones. Yeah, two it, very bad ones. Yeah, it's like two and I'm, a half, really. I'm not getting anything from this. Like, yeah, didn't add anything to the movie, and if anything, it was just it was really wedged in there. And so, on the positives, though, so they gave him the American country family. The mum's played by Elizabeth Banks, and oh, I didn't write the dad's name out. Anyway, the parents are good acting, like yeah. really good, really good loving parents. So you've got the mum who's unconditional love the dad who loves the kid but also starting to be like one he's a little bit of a sociopath and two he's developing superpowers <laughs> also he's a bit got some crazy happening now <laughs> creepy like what what do we do Which, to be fair it's not a conversation that any parent would want to have like um oh, i can't remember where i heard about it maybe on a podcast or something um there's some show i'm sure it's a podcast where they talk about um when you have to send your kids off to the psycho camp <laughs> like that would be fucked but also their parent like um this movie's parents should have sent them there well it was <laughs> the mum who was loving the kid unconditionally really wanted a kid couldn't have one gets alien baby and yeah. it was like nah. yeah. yeah and he's, he's fine he's fine and the dad's like i don't know and, and wait, 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 let's not give too much away about the movie no 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 but, I mean, like, this is what the drive of the movie is. Mm. Um, yeah, and then antics happen, and uh, it's just... If it was recut into just a thriller, it would, it would have been really good. Um, but They, they could have they, made it a creepy thriller, yeah. and it would have been great. They, they just fucked it by trying to make it something that it didn't need to be. Yeah. And didn't fit together well. Um, and then it all, you know, stuff happens, and it's like, oh, cool. I've seen that. Yeah. The only mildly redeeming thing to me was there was like a sort of a Easter egg canned reference that sort of implied that there's an evil Aquaman and an evil Wonder yeah, Woman in the that world. Was cool. Like just for shits and giggles. Yeah, I just, thought, just well, that's funny because then you yeah. know, like the whole Justice League is <laughs> evil Justice League. That's, that's a bit funny. 
Um, no Justice League. Yeah, the Criminal League. No, we can do better. <laughs> Let's have a sort of justice. Murder. <laughs> Murder League. Escape League. Anyway, um, would you recommend anyone watch this movie? No, I would not. No, I would not either. No. Um, it's a shame because I'm like, ah, oh, all the, all the things are there. They just, they just didn't. Do it. So we were, we were sent there as guests by Sony. Thank you very much, Sony. Thank you. Um, we watched this movie when... What was on the board? There was Aladdin. There was Detective Pikachu. Uh, yeah, Avengers but, are still there. Um, also, Top End Wedding, which I really want to see. Good Australian film. It was like the sixth movie I would have picked that day. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Um, got to review it. What was hot? Because it just come out as well. So we're like, all right, let's get some fresh ass content. And we did. So um, there you have it. If you if you do like those sort of like horror movies, you might be into it. Um, like I, we're both people who are not horror people, so even beyond that, like I'm, I wouldn't seek out to watch a horror movie, but I know a good one versus a bad one. Oh, so sure. if you were into yeah. horror, you'd probably hate this too because yeah. it was not good horror. They yeah. didn't they didn't commit to creep. They didn't commit to gore. Well, they overcommitted to gore and then <laughs> never again. Um, and too much focus on jump scares. Mm, mm. Well, that's horror, I guess. It's anyway, that's not, our, That's our review for Brightburn. It doesn't have to be. There's good <laughs> horror that doesn't rely on jump scares. Brightburn! Don't see it. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that uh, brings us to a close. Is that everything? You got anything else for us? No, that brings us to a close. That's why I said that. Oh, I was just checking the notes. <laughs> uh, next week we um, probably have... You'll probably finish Sekiro by then? Yeah. Great. I'll review Sekiro. Okay. And we'll maybe a few more Tarantino movies. Oh, maybe one. <laughs> maybe Black Monday. If I can wrap that up. Yeah. I've actually got a bunch of bad movies on cue, so I'm going to have a bad Oof. movie segment again mm-hmm. where I wrap up some bad movies. This yes. week is... Um, Oh, what was it? Mary Lou, Prom prom Night 2. <laughs> Canadian slasher flick from the 80s. I'm Fantastic. excited. So there'll be some fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. We, we should be getting a bit more back up to date with our regular content. Business as usual. Uh, we did get a little bit behind while we were doing all of our spoiler casts, but that is done now. So uh, we'll be back every Tuesday again. Tuesday-ish. Tuesday, Jason. Um, for your regular episodes of Good Pop, Bad Pop podcast. Um, if you have any other good recommendations for us, they are always welcome. So please send us a tweet at goodpop underscore badpop. And you can find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash podcast And on Instagram, goodpopbadpoppodcast. Until next week, we will see you then. See ya.